0: The TOMS for us is measuring our outcome. It's not measuring for, we're not using it to measure the spend with us equates to, we're using it to look at the customer spend with us allows us to do something, allows us to create more jobs, allows us to provide additional opportunities within the workplace, whether it be apprenticeships, work placements, internships. But then on the flip side of it, also giving us now the opportunity to really look at Everything that we do from start to finish, and how we can increase our social value.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Social Value Podcast. I'm Chris Harling, Business Development Executive over at the Social Value Portal. This is the first episode in a new series where we spotlight organisations from various sectors and industries across the UK that embed social value as part of their day-to-day practices. Joining with me here today is Michelle York, Commercial Director over at Nuneaton Science. Hi there Michelle, wonderful to have you join us today.
0: Hi Chris, thanks for inviting me.
1: So Michelle, tell us a bit about who you are and what your role is within Nuneaton Science.
0: So I am Commercial Director here at Nuneaton Signs, uh, which means that I am responsible for the day-to-day management of one of the sales departments, along with the strategy and vision within Nuneaton Signs as an organisation.
1: Just for context, Nuneaton Signs is a not-for-profit organisation based in Nuneaton, Warwickshire. They recently joined the Social Value Portal as a member earlier this year and have been using the National Toms Measurement Framework to help them calculate and report their social value. As a company they specialise in signage but what's really notable about Nuneaton Signs is how they have prioritised meaningful employment for people with disabilities. Michelle could you give us an overview of the company and the motivation for this back when it was initially founded?
0: Absolutely the the company was originally founded back in 1982 by the local authority and it was set up as a sheltered workshop which, if you can imagine, the I suppose there's a bit of lack of knowledge still about what a social enterprise is and what social en- social value is, even now. So back in the 80s, it was pioneering in its time. The local authority knew that there was a need to provide meaningful employment for people with disabilities in the area, and. Within the area, there was also a need for road signs. Putting those two concepts together, hence how Nuneaton Signs was formed. So we have been a company in our own right, standing on our own two feet since 2010, but we've actually been around since 82. The ethos remains the same to this day. It is purely about providing meaningful and rewarding employment for people with disabilities through the sale and manufacture of signs. It is the absolute heartbeat of everything that we do. Do. we are not-for-profit uh, it's a statement that I I'll be honest it didn't do us a lot of favors over the years I don't think a lot of people understood it but when we embraced the social enterprise movement probably three years ago now we actually realized that we're a social enterprise um, it changed the landscape for us we had a very very clear story to go to our customers with um, they understood it they got it and without a doubt it has changed our customer base beyond recognition
1: so on that topic, Why is social value so important to and Science and how does it tie into the company ethos?
0: Social value is incredibly important to us. I mean in very simple terms we look at social value as being business for good. There is no reason why business should just be for for monetary gain or it should just be for social value. They are not exclusive to each other anymore. our opinion is that every company should be able to produce tangible social value. So for us, it's incredibly important that every step of what we do has social value associated with it, Um, which is why we've worked hard over over the last few years to analyse the business, look at where we can improve our social value. You know, we're going out to customers saying how important it is to buy from social enterprises and the social value associated with it we're now looking closer at what we do and how we can increase our own, as well as increasing other people's.
1: And following on from that, what motivated the organization to start measuring social value? And more specifically, why did you choose the TOMS measurement framework?
0: In all honesty, what what pushed us or motivated us to, to start measuring social value? was a push from our customer base for the last three years we have gone down the route of really promoting the fact that we're a social enterprise and the benefits of working with a social enterprise and what that means to to the people that we employ and how we are able to change lives with every single sign that's bought from us and when customers buy from us instead of another signage company they're choosing the buy social movement they're choosing to realize the power of the pockets customer base have been asking us for the next stage of our story what's next you, you know your ethos is fantastic but there's been a push as to what's the next chapter what's the next part of the journey because they've wanted to get involved with it so the natural progression for us has been taking on the social value part and and really embracing it and analyzing everything that we do so we decided to go down the route of the the toms framework because it it made sense the toms for us is measuring our outcome It's not measuring, for. we're not using it to measure the spend with us equates to, we're using it to look at the customer spend with us allows us to do something, allows us to create more jobs, allows us to provide additional opportunities within the workplace, whether it be apprenticeships, work placements, internships. But then on the flip side of it, also giving us now the opportunity to really look at everything that we do from start to finish and how we can increase our social value.
1: And how do you see social value fitting into your wider sustainability plans?
0: Hugely, in, in a very short answer, to be honest, Chris, it's um, the sustainability plans. are. Um, we are working towards our ISO 14001 for the environmental standpoint, um, but we're also now looking at everything to do with our supply chain. We are going to our supply chain members and we are making sure and we are measuring what their social impact is within whether it be social value, whether it's return on investment, etc. Because I can't guarantee that they're all going to be using the same framework as, as we've decided to use, although we, we do push that one. And it's given us a real chance to be tangible about what we're looking at and quantify where we are and where we want to go to, because we're, we're measuring where we were last year and we're also going to set a very aspirational target for what we want to achieve in uh, this financial year and the financial year afterwards.
1: And going back to that core ideology of employing people with disabilities, how exactly does that work at Nuneaton Science? And how many people with disabilities have you worked with?
0: So it works a number of ways. We are well known in the area um, because we've been established obviously since the 80s. We do get a lot of people coming directly to us asking if we have any opportunities or can they go on a waiting list? But we also have uh, good relationships with the DWP, um, access to work, etc., that... When we do a recruitment drive, we go to them as a starting point as to people that we are looking for and jobs that we're looking to fill. And the job coaches then, in turn, look at their talent pool um, and put people forward to us. And we go through the normal interview and recruitment process. In regards to how many people have we helped, um, we estimate because obviously you can only keep records for so long um we are approximately 250 people individuals with at least one disability we have got back into long-term employment since we started our movement back in the 80s at the moment we have a working force of 53 members of staff. And out of that 70% have at least one disability. Now, the the disability range is huge. Um, You have the obvious physical disabilities, you have people that have medical conditions, mental health conditions, and as we know, disabilities that aren't visible.
1: So how does the manufacturing process work within the factory, Michelle? Do you adapt this for employees with disabilities?
0: Here at Nuneaton Signs, it's all about what people can do. We don't want anybody to be defined by their disability. In the same way that my attention to detail is horrendous, don't give me a contract to read. Um, It's given to somebody that's got that attention to detail. However, put me in front of a couple of hundred people to speak to, and I'm in my element. So the manufacturing process is the same as pretty much every other sign shop. Um, The faces are printed, which is pretty much like a large sticker. In another department, we have an area that's cutting the, the substrates to size, and then throughout that process, you eventually get to the point where the face is put onto the substrate. So we have many aspects of the manufacturing that don't need to be altered for, for any type of disability. You know, we have people in wheelchairs, we have people with very obvious physical disabilities, we have people with learning disabilities. So where it's a learning disability, we make sure that the process is gone through very clearly, very concisely in short bursts, that those individuals are very happy and confident in what they're doing and they have a list to go back to and they've got a mentor or a work buddy if they ever have any questions. In regards to the physical disability side you have to be incredibly um, up to date on your health and safety and making sure that everything is safe and secure for anybody within the factory. We do have people with visual impairments and we have very clear walkways, very clear instructions for people on that. So if we need to make adjustments we do We had a a gentleman that worked for us that wasn't able to um, speak, but he was also deaf. So we made very clear boards for him that he could follow the instructions so that he knew exactly what was to be done every step of the way. And if there was a problem, to go to this step. If this was right, go to the next step. So it's about working with the individuals when they are with us and finding the best route. There's no one side, one size fits all for this it's treating everybody as unique in their own way
1: It certainly seems like Nuneaton Science have some great initiatives, but how exactly do you work with your supply chain to promote and encourage the delivery of social value?
0: Now, this is an area we are concentrating on this year because we have always looked at our supply chain in regards to capability and capacity, working through our due diligence to making sure we're getting best value. We have now appointed a new buyer to the business, hence why we've got an increase from 52 to 53 members of staff. And part of the buyer's role is to start looking closely at the supply chain and looking at their social value to be asking them, how are you producing social value and in what format and how are you measuring it? Because we don't want fictitious figures. This is very important to us. It's very, very close to our heart and we want to make sure that it's being taken seriously at every stage of the sign making process.
1: So, what type of customers do Nuneaton Signs work with? And do you think they see the importance of working with a social enterprise?
0: Our customer base and the variety in it is huge. Uh, we deal with the local area on one off orders. Somebody might want to sign for the gate or uh, a sign or they want their van screen printed, sorry, they want their van um, decaled. So, we go from that aspect all the way through to your large household name construction companies, such as Waits, Morgan Sindel, Wilmot Dixon, you know, there's such a variety within the construction sector that have embraced us working as a social enterprise and it means a lot to them because they have understood the power of their pocket and the reason to buy social. We've got customers that have traded with us for over 20 years, if you look at uh, Hanson, for instance, uh, very big into the quarries and the, ag- and the aggregates, Skanska, huge into the infrastructure, so we have had contracts with them for 10 years and been trading with them for 20 years in some cases. And not all of them realise that we're a social enterprise on the actual sites. Head office, obviously, we always made sure that they are aware of the benefits of working with us and what the money's being put into and what sets us, us apart from other signage companies. However, due to the push within social value and now the understanding of a social enterprise isn't sometimes there can be a misconception with social enterprises that we haven't got capacity and we haven't got a scalability that's being put to rest a little bit the fact that we we can scale we can do national contracts and we can deliver as much as any inverted commas normal company the difference is is the added value that we bring and customers really are starting to embrace and and bring us into their supply chain because we are commercially viable we have to be to have the contracts that we hold you've got some customers that have been embracing the social enterprise movement for for many many years whereas others are just starting on their journey of social value so it's interesting to see how it's moving within the various industries
1: One of the main concerns coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic is the effects are not equally distributed amongst different groups in society. According to recent data from the ONS, in the wake of the pandemic, a higher proportion of disabled employees in the UK have been made redundant than non-disabled employees. Specifically, in 2020, from July to November, 21 per 1,000 disabled employees were made redundant compared to 13 per thousand employees who are not disabled. Do you think there's a higher risk that disabled people have been unfairly affected in the past year or even discriminated against?
0: I think that's quite a a difficult question to answer if I'm I'm completely honest, because I can only look at uh, our scenario here without knowing too in depth other companies' situations. But I would say, uh, the feedback that I get from staff when I'm speaking to them about having gone to for other job roles and other opportunities and other businesses is that they do feel discriminated against. And it's made quite clear to them from the early onset that they won't be able to do the job. Um, I mean, I can give you an example. I have a, a young lady that's just joined us here who does have a, a visual impairment and... We interviewed her over Zoom due to COVID and she had had quite a few interviews and hadn't been successful. Whereas within five minutes of meeting her online, I knew she was right for us. I'd had a CV, a CV was great. She's straight out of college. We were at the point of closing the interview off and it had been a very positive interview to the point where I was about to say to her, we'll get an offer letter out in over to you on email or in the post. And she she actually pinpointed and said, i do have something which i need to talk to you about um and it's you know it's caused me issues and and i haven't got job roles because of this i do have a visual impairment so which sort of stopped me in my tracks because at no point during this interview had i had i been aware of this had i noticed or or anything else and my statement to her was does it impact you are you worried about being able to do your job no, 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 I'm perfectly capable. Well, brilliant. You know, it makes no difference to me. You know, it's what we're here to support is people like you that aren't getting those opportunities. So for the fact that, uh, you know, a young lady out of college has been quite obviously told, no, this is not the job for you. We do not see you as being capable due to your visual impairment. So yes, there is discrimination going on. And and we do see it on a day-to-day basis. But in my opinion, I think it's the fear factor. I think it's the unknown for a lot of companies that are out there because they get worried that they're not going to be able to support the individual. They can't make the the, the adjustments that are needed and they're worried about getting backed into a corner, I think, which is part of the reason that we are starting our supported internship programme in September for young people coming out of SEN education which is aimed at we will give them real life work experience on the job training and then towards the end of their 12 months with us, we're going to be supporting them into finding either, ideally finding employment in the local area or going on to um, further education. But we will work with employers in the area about the the changes. It may, need, may be that they need to put in a grab rail in their bathroom or near on the steps going into the building, or it may be that due to somebody's mental health condition, they might need a staged integration into the workplace. So we're going to work hard getting to know our young interns, but also working hard with employers in the area um, to take away that fear factor and provide ongoing support afterwards.
1: Still on the subject of COVID-19, how has Nuneaton Signs reacted to the global pandemic? Has it affected your social value policy?
0: Has it affected our social value? Yes, in a positive way. Um, we did shut our doors for two weeks in April last year when um, there was a lot of uncertainty and there was a lot, a lot of upheaval. Um, we at one stage didn't know whether we were allowed to stay open. Um, we got to the point of realising that due to making the road signs and the safety signs and the push with construction, um, we were classed within that key worker sector. And we we made the choice to reopen our doors very quickly. Um, we spent a week, can we? And then we spent a week going, how do we? Because we needed to make sure our staff were, were safe every step of the way. So we spent the time making sure that we had safety protocols in place. And then we spent the time speaking to our staff because we wanted to come back on a staged basis. Now we have a lot of people with mental health conditions and it was important to get these individuals back into their working environment now some have worked with us for over 30 years and couldn't actually grasp the reason why we were suddenly shutting our doors so not just for a turnover basis but also for you know the commitment to our staff we found it incredibly important to open which was why we did it on a staged route only for the fact of we needed to make sure it was financially viable because we'd closed our doors we had fulfilled all our orders we weren't taking any more. we had spoken to our customers every step of the way so we were opening our doors without an order book which was a frightening place to be but actually we flourished if i'm honest you know we actually launched an e-commerce site we've never had a customer facing e-commerce site within that first week of being open we launched new ranges we created covid catalogs for our whole customer base and supported them on the the quick turnaround to making them safe and secure so actually for us we proved just how flexible and agile a social enterprise can be in the fact that we would doing it for business for good. We wanted to help people, not just our staff, but people in the big bad world. We wanted to make sure they had the signs that they needed. We wanted to make sure that companies could open their doors, construction sites could keep working because they needed all this. Now, we are in a very fortunate position that in the last four weeks alone, we have taken on four new members of staff which is a fantastic position for us to be in. And we're about to go out and advertise for a further two members of staff, as well as the supported internship that starts in September. And this is purely behind the fact that our customers are supporting us. Our business is growing because of customers wanting to buy their signs from an organization that's doing business for more than just money. We're doing business for the benefit of others.
1: How do you see the uptake of social value across the UK, though, Michelle, and perhaps even the rest of the world?
0: I think from the government PPN notice that came out in January, um, social value has had a massive push within numerous industries. And the construction sector, for one, are really getting behind this and and driving it as they have been on social enterprises uh, for many years. Um, What would I like to see going forward? More industry is taking it up. Let's have your high street retailers, your big four supermarkets, all looking at how to do business for good and looking at the social value. And you go in into the stores now and there are some products on the shelves that, that I know are from social enterprises that have social value attached. What I would like to see is is more quantifiable data and more people measuring exactly what social value means and what difference it's making in the community. Because it's all very well saying, yes, social value, we've ticked that box, well, how? What are you doing and how are you measuring it and how are you justifying what you're putting forward? It's great that people are getting behind the movement and taking it as seriously as they are. But we need to make sure that it's for the right reasons.
1: Michelle, it's been wonderful having you on the podcast today and hearing more about the great work non and, and Science do. So thank you for your time. But before I wrap up, I have one last question to close up on. Why is social value important to you personally?
0: Wow, what a good question. Um, Social value has always been important to me. And even though I didn't realise it was social value at the time, prior to working at Nuneaton Signs, I was working in in IT specialising in the education sector. And it was all about enhancing teaching and learning through the use of ICT. Since coming to Nuneaton Signs, I have realised that All I have wanted to do is give something back. And from the moment I walked through the doors at Loneaton Signs, I knew I wanted to work here. It wasn't a case of waiting for the job offer. That was where I was going to work. And I was going to work there no matter what happened because I knew I could make a difference. I knew I could take the company and increase the sales, increase the profitability to enable us to reinvest the money. But when you, you're in a company that isn't looking at the money just for the bottom line to, to line shareholders pockets for directors, better cars or anything like that, it gives you a different sense of purpose getting up in the morning and coming to work. you enjoy every single day because you you walk through the factory and you see people that came to work for you i don't know a few weeks even a few weeks before that couldn't make eye contact that couldn't hold a conversation and suddenly they're waving and saying hello michelle good morning how are you doing how's the day what have you got planned and you see the the increase in self belief and self confidence, and that makes such a difference to your working life. You go home, you get in, where well, you go home, and you actually think, Do you know what? I've earned my money. I've made a difference. This, this is what it's all about: is genuinely creating opportunities for people, and knowing that you're giving back to society is just such a wonderful feeling, and makes you so proud to be part of the organisation.
1: Thank you for listening to the Social Value Podcast. Our host for this episode was Chris Harling, and our guest was Michelle York. Intro and outro music was composed by Benjamin Tissett. You can learn more about how Social Value Portal can help your business deliver outcomes using the Toms by visiting our website, socialvalueportal.com, and book a demo today.